Y'all, I have not mentioned this on the show yet. I have not the opportunity to mention it, honestly, but I am nominated for my first award for this podcast. And it's actually me who was nominated, which is like a very big deal to me. It means a lot to me. I'm nominated for Best Indie Podcast Host by the Podcast Academy. So the Podcast Academy hosts an award show every year for podcasts called The Ambies. This year it is in Los Angeles. I will be attending the Ambies where I will find out whether or not I won the award. And even if I don't win, that's okay. But obviously I would love to win if you are a voting member of the Podcast Academy because only voting members of the Podcast Academy can vote in the Ambie Awards. Please, I would love your consideration. Take a listen, take a gander. I hope you enjoy the content. hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you enjoy me. And I hope you're down to vote for me for Best Indie Podcast Host. Now let's get into the show. Hey y'all, just popping in to let you know this episode will be a little bit different. This episode will have three portions. The first portion will feature Edith, the lead singer of Meet Me at the Altar Band. The second will feature Christine, the drummer of Zulu Band. And the third one will feature your fan fave, Jewel. Please enjoy the episode. Let me know thoughts. Welcome to Black People Love Paramore, a podcast to try to help Black people feel seen. Please feel free to donate to the show at the link in the show notes. And please write us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars only because we are five star bitches. We're Dio Gotti. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and all of those things. I'm your host, Sequoia. And today, joining me to talk about Coldplay, we have lead singer of pop punk band, Meet Me at the Altar, Edith. Edith, I'm so fucking excited that you're here. Please say hi. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Hi, um, my name is Edith. Super happy to be on this podcast because <laughs> I am an emo kid. I always have been. Um, yeah, I sing in a band called Meet Me at the Altar and we're on tour right now, but I had to make time for this interview. 100%. Thank you so much. Oh my God, you're on tour. That's wild. Yeah. Y'all are so fucking cool. You're literally living my childhood dream to the fullest i was like watching y'all's music videos and i'm like wow edith is who i dreamt of being truly this is wild (laughs) but before we get to talking about coldplay song of the week edith your band meet me at the altar has a spotify rock frequency single coming out soon can you tell me a little bit about that growing up i really loved like the radio rock that was going on like avril lavigne kelly clarkson Demi Lovato even, and um, with this yeah. album we were very inspired by that time period, so we decided to cover Kelly Clarkson's Miss Independent. Wow, <laughs> a fucking banger. Like, absolutely a banger. And when I'm listening to y'all's music, I can definitely hear all of those influences. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Demi, for me, I um, was a huge Demi Lovato fan and am yes. a pretty big Demi Lovato fan, especially this last album. Yes, I loved it. That she just put out. I can't even believe it. I, I, I can't believe it. I was shaken to my core. <laughs> and I can definitely hear that. Your vocals are so strong. I'm just very Thank impressed. You. Very impressed. And super excited to hear the single when it comes out. Miss Independent was very yes. much my shit. Can't wait. Um, do you have a favorite Paramore song? Okay. Of course. Okay. It's so hard to choose because I love all of them. It is. But 
this last Paramore record, like, is my favorite one they've done. And I think mm-hmm. my favorite song, uh, I, don't know, it's, I think it's Running Out of Time. But nice. Yeah. OG, I, my favorite Paramore album is Brand New Eyes. So I do love Looking, looking Up. Me, mine yeah, too. Yeah, Looking Up. Yeah. Either one of those two, but. Oh my God, Looking Up is such an inspirational it song. Is, I put that on when I'm like having a hard time. I'm like, li- things are looking your... up finally. Okay, manifest it. <laughs> it lifts your spirits. Yes. It really does. It lifts you right up. I love it so much. Wow, what a good choice. <laughs> Very happy to hear it. Okay, now we'll get into talking about Coldplay, the main topic of the episode. I'm going to explain a little bit of who Coldplay is just for people who are listening who might not know. You definitely know who Coldplay is, though, but I'm going to explain it anyways. <laughs> Coldplay are a British rock band formed in London in 1997. They consist of vocalist and pianist Chris Martin, guitarist Johnny Buckland, bassist Guy Berryman, drummer Will Champion, and creative director Phil Harvey. They met at University of College London and began playing music together in, from 1997 to 1998 initially calling themselves Big Fat Noise and later Starfish. The band has seven Grammys and a slew of other awards and accolades to date. Edith, when did you start listening to Coldplay? I think that Coldplay was one of those bands that have always been in my life. Like I don't remember a time where I was listening to music that I didn't know who Coldplay was. I think it's also because I'm like that age where like they were on the radio in like 2006 and I was like five. So like <laughs> they've yep. always been there and they've, yeah. they've always been a, con- a constant in my life just always You're, that's so funny that you say that i literally have down in my notes i think i've been hearing coldplay for like most yeah. of my life but it wasn't until high school that i realized that a lot of the seemingly random vibey songs that i had known were coldplay yes. and that's when i transitioned to actively trying mm-hmm. to listen to coldplay but they've always just kind of been i feel there. like the goal i feel like for almost every banner artist is to kind of be an artist who has like so many songs that you don't even know all of them are you and they're like and they're like right. all hits and you're like oh wait that's them too absolutely 100 percent. especially because coldplay makes such like vibey easy to listen to yes. music it's just yes. like oh yeah that is them too and that's them too because it has the mm-hmm. same vibe but they're they just are. everywhere they're hard to avoid do you have a favorite Coldplay song? Yes, my favorite Coldplay song is Fix You. Nice. Yeah, Great I choice. love it. I've always Great loved choice. it. It's a fantastic song. Yeah. 100% lights. Yes. I love it so much. It's so good. My favorite song is Clocks okay, by Coldplay. That's, that, that's the oh, first yeah. song I learned on the piano, actually. Of course it is. I was. I literally have in these notes iconic piano yes. intro. It's wild. As soon as you hear the little notes, you know what, exactly. what it is. You know it's what time like it is. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah, it's very iconic. I also played the piano a little bit. You really live in my dream <laughs> life, Edith. I see you. You live in my life for real. <laughs> Do you have any theories as to why you think Coldplay resonates with all different types of Black people as much as they do? I have theories in case you don't, but if you do, I do, go and for I it. think this kind of goes with Paramore as well as why I think black people love Paramore. I think black people are very musical and I think it's just in our DNA. It's in our blood and we can go all the way back with that to slavery when we were singing while we were, you know, working in the fields. Um, So I think that it's just in black people to be inherently musical and Paramore and Coldplay and like artists like that, they're not just like, pop stars or rock stars they're like real musicians who also have a deep love for music and i think that you can really hear that in in their songs and it 
makes us love it because it's in our DNA. And I think we can always feel like the true feelings and soul that some certain artists put in their music. Every time I'm talking about why I think Black people like a certain artist, it always comes back to the fact that Black people are very musical. Black people stand mm-hmm. talent. And I think that's why Black people like Hayden yes. so much as well. If the talent is there, they Black people yeah, are going to rock with like you. the soul and like the true, like, it's just so sincere and it's really real. It's so sincere. And as I look around at the crowd at y'all's tours, I look at pictures from y'all's tour, it's so yeah. many Black people. I'm like, you know why? Because you can feel the authenticity. You can mm-hmm. feel the talent. It's It's palpable within y'all's music. So I know that y'all have that experience as well. Also, I've been listening to Cool <laughs> on a, a loop. It's just been on a loop. I'm so happy that oh. I found y'all. It's like, ooh, it's so good Thank for my you. soul. And that's my, my that's one of my favorite songs um, we've written. I just I just like fun and weird shit. So and I think mm-hmm. that song is fun and it's weird. So that music video is very cute as well. Uh, with all the boy posters <laughs> on the Thank wall you. very cute i love it so much yes i was gonna ask you what's your favorite song that you all have made is it cool or is there a, a list very cool is number two actually the the first song and like my um my if i'm like leveling out each song that i love the most it's not out yet but it'll be out <laughs> very soon it's on the, it's on the it's on okay. the deluxe side of our album and That'll be okay. out like in a couple months. And it's called Changes. It's my favorite one we've written. I cannot fucking <laughs> wait to hear it. I'm going to be very Yay. excited. Okay. And then circling back real quick to Miss Kelly Clarkson. The the rendition of Miss Independent that you have for Spotify's Rock Frequency singles coming out. Uh, it should be out by yeah. the time this episode drops. So y'all can go listen to that for sure. Do you have any other Kelly Clarkson songs that you really like? Is Miss Independent Miss your favorite? Is my favorite and um, mm-hmm. behind behind those hazel eyes, and I I also love Hell obviously yeah. since you've been gone. That's like a classic. And Hell um, yeah. walk away, walk away. Oh my god, I, I forgot about that one. About it, but it's it's a good one. It's on the same album as Since You've Been Gone. That's probably why, because you know. Is it on that album? I don't know why that feels so much it's later to me. Walk Away feels so, like it's so, so much I know, later it's than so that. Good. I, I love that song. Yeah, no, that is a really good one. She's like, she's like yeah, screaming. She's, 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 she's like, like Walk Yeah, away. she's like spitting in the verses too. Like, she- <laughs> Just leave. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. <laughs> what a time. Oh my gosh, Edith. Thank you so much for joining oh. me for this little mini for snippet me. of an episode. I can't wait to hear the deluxe version of y'all's album i can't wait to hear the rock frequency single the rendition of miss independent yes. by kelly clarkson can't wait to hear how y'all put y'all <laughs> little spin on it it's gonna be yes, so just, good just to it's mention we so were good. on um the kelly clarkson show like a couple months ago so i just that was like very full circle for me oh yeah, my it was god it's our first daytime television television appearance i love that and it's so synergistic yeah, that aligns really so well y'all going on kelly question yes. makes so much sense yeah did she sing with y'all no, i haven't listened she, to the clips at all was there any no she said a lot of great things about us when she introduced us and i was like freaking out <laughs> i totally get that wow okay fantastic edith let people know where they can find you on the internet where they can yes. listen to y'all you can find us on things. instagram at mmata band and we're on spotify apple music 
SoundCloud, really any streaming platform you can find us at. Fantastic. Go stream it, y'all. Go listen to the Rock Frequency single. Stream, stream the album. Watch the videos. It's very fun. If you want like something that feels nostalgic, but like fresh and updated, this is very much that. So go look. As you can tell, I'm a fan. So go, go, go pay attention. <laughs> Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the first portion with Edith. Now moving on to the portion with Christine. Today, joining me to talk about Coldplay, we have Christine. Christine is the drummer in the band Zulu. Christine, thank you so much for joining. Hey, what's up? Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to talk about your Spotify singles that are coming out soon, but also Coldplay and also a little bit of Paramore. It's going to be a very fun episode. Can you tell me a little bit about what singles you have dropping soon we did like a re-edition of our single shine eternally off of our le- release that we released uh, a couple months ago um mm-hmm. and it's 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 gonna be different i don't want to say too much kind of want it to be a surprise okay but we also did a cover of slipknot's weight and bleed um so it, yeah it's gonna be pretty sick generally we just say like punk metal but there's so many elements in there there's hardcore elements metalcore thrash a little bit of jazz, neo soul kind of in there as well. It's mm-hmm. like Zulu could be literally anything, any genre. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what, that's what I would say. Got you, got you. And when did you learn to drum? Oh man, I started really young. Like the youngest that I can remember, it's like probably seven. But from what my mom has told me, I've started like way before then, like maybe four years old, maybe younger. Oh, you always had the rhythm. Like you were always like banging on stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's very cute. I met your other bandmates at the Spotify Rock Frequency Dinner where I saw videos of what y'all do. It's wild. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, y'all are really out here. There's such a big crowd draw and so much energy. So, so high energy. Yeah, it's it's been crazy. I would say that since the start. And y'all are touring. Like, y'all are so cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you for checking it out. Yes, of course. Okay. What's your favorite Paramore song? God. That's, okay. I literally, they could put out anything and I will rock with it. Mm -hmm. But. Okay. I feel like my all-time favorite song would be, has to be something off of, like, their first LP, All We Know Is Falling. Okay. Would, oh wow, you're taking it yeah, back. Yeah, like the OG. I would say my yeah. heart is like the one for me. But a recent fave has been like something off the new up record, like figure eight or you uh-huh. first. Like those two tracks are just mm-hmm. Chef's Kiss. <laughs> figure eight really stuck out yeah. to me. When I when I gave it the first listen, I was like, hmm, that one in particular really stuck oh, out yeah. to me. Oh yeah. They know what they're doing. I feel that. Yeah. I love that you're like an OG Paramore fan and you've been here like from the yeah, start yeah. to now. People don't know about red hair Haley and, and all that stuff. They don't know about that. <laughs> red hair Haley something different That's what for I'm real. Saying. What's your favorite Paramore album or project oh, overall? Okay. Um, it's gotta be it's gotta be All We Know Is Falling. Yeah, that album is all great front to back. Yeah. yeah classic okay i always say that i'm a brand new eyes girly i thoroughly enjoy brand new eyes something about it is so vulnerable mm-hmm. and honest i don't know exactly who they talking about <laughs> we can infer but they talking about somebody <laughs> on there and i like it that that is a close <laughs> second though I, I would say brand new eyes is a close mm-hmm. second yeah 
Okay, great. Okay, great. I feel like a lot of people do say Riot, and I get that, obviously. Yeah, it's a good sophomore album, oh, but uh, mm-hmm. it's not the best, I'd say, mm-hmm. but it's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, we're going to talk about Coldplay right, a little sick. bit. Do you have a favorite Coldplay song? I do, actually. Actually, off of uh, off of like a soundtrack for uh, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, they did a song uh-huh. called Atlas, and okay. I don't know, just something about that song, it's like... It's crazy. It's beautiful. I love it. Uh-huh. It has the perfect climax and the chorus. It's perfect. So you like the musicality of it. Like you're listening for yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah, I, I definitely like to listen to music like as a musician and not like as a consumer. So like mm-hmm. I love hearing like music theory and like all these nerd stuff. Come on, musician, not <laughs> consumer. I love it. <laughs> I feel like we all kind of are enamored by the musicality of Coldplay. It's impressive. Yeah, I definitely everything. About I think Coldplay. Coldplay like caters to like the sophisticated emo kids like it's perfect for like the smart nerd emo people what a good way to put it they've also been around for so long that i feel like so many different generations can tie into coldplay they started in 1997 which is crazy coldplay resonates with so many different types of black people too it is the more sophisticated emo kid like you mentioned but it's also hip-hop heads um musicians who actually care about vocal talent and musicality all around And that's hard. It's hard to meet so many niches as one band, I feel. It's one thing to just write music just to write it, but also to express like what you're feeling and also like showing off your talents, your capabilities is also really important for me. Like, cause I don't, I can listen to like trash pop on the radio and be like, oh, this sucks. But like, it's good because it's for a consumer, but I love hearing musicians like really put in their talents and like their backstories into their music. Like it, it adds more meaning to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I need, I would love to see more musicians do that. A question that I generally ask is, is there any reason why you think Coldplay or Paramore for that matter specifically resonates with black people the way that they both do? I actually don't know. That's something I've, thought about and i was just like mm-hmm. i don't know because like i connect really deeply with paramore and that's because mm-hmm. with Haley, she talks about a lot of struggles like her growing up and i just like i'm experiencing the things that she's talking about as i'm getting older and reaching mm-hmm. those ages that she was at mm-hmm. and i was just like man like no one's really talking about like being a woman growing up in the public eye and being perceived as one thing and you don't want to be perceived as that. And I was just like, man, like she understands, like she's not writing for me. Like I know that for sure, but she, (laughs) in a way she understands and she's like voicing it in a way that I could not. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how other like black individuals would connect with Coldplay and Paramore, but for me, that's that's how I connect. And that's Mm -hmm. probably like how the other people would too. I could see why. Yeah mm-hmm that definitely makes sense it feels vulnerable yeah. and also just the raw talent of both paramore and coldplay Haley's never not been on point. i'm saying Haley has been on point the entirety that i have paid attention to coldplay i mean to paramore i'm like who's this like that's who what i'm is saying bro. like right <laughs> like who has she been hanging around like that's what i want to know who does, who she, does know? she know that's what exactly. we need to know <laughs> <laughs> Because when I saw a video, <laughs> Haley Williams crip walking. Yeah, that's on exactly stage. what I was thinking about. Her crip walking and then 
<laughs> oh my god i said, I said Haley, who do you know i'm so sorry i don't know how to crip walk i grew up in a crip neighborhood i don't know how to crip walk who do you know she's been to Please. somebody's like auntie's cookout or something Haley has definitely been outside <laughs> certainly feel <Yeah>. that <laughs> Okay, please let the folks know where they can find you online or any projects you coming up, anything yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore angry black girl, all one word. <laughs> Period. Yeah. We love the at. We love the at. I love it. Okay. Um, yeah, check out Zulu at Black Power Violence on Instagram. Um, <laughs> <laughs> angry black girl and black power violence is iconic. Oh my god, y'all please oh god. go follow. Yeah, people think that that's our band name and not our actual Instagram handle. Whatever, that's a different thing. Um oh, interesting. I, I find yeah. that like a little play on words. But also you could check out I have a solo project under my name Christine. Um I do like alternative indie bedroom pop. Uh I have a single out called Paralysis. Uh it's out everywhere that you can listen to music, so check that out please. There'll be more stuff coming out soon. And uh yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me. Obsessed. <laughs> I'm absolutely going to check everything out that you just yeah. mentioned. And that's it for us. Bye, all. Right, peace. I hope you enjoyed that portion with Christine. Now moving on to our regularly scheduled programming with Jewel. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on. Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. Today, joining me to talk about Coldplay, we have Jewel Wicker. But before we get into talking about Coldplay, we have In My Defense. In My Defense, where we bring one of our unpopular opinions and defend it for you all. I don't have it in my defense this week. I do have an unpopular opinion that I saw on the internet and it had a lot of traction and I kind of just want to talk about it real quick. I saw an unpopular opinion. This one's light. That said, Miley Cyrus is a better singer than Ariana Grande. And it just kind of made me mad. And it had a lot of traction. Like a lot of people were like, yes, like this is easy. Like, yes, of course. Huh? <laughs> better? Better? I don't know about better. Better? Okay. What do I guess? What do we define as being better? The tenets of a good singer. I, 
So, yeah, I'm not willing to say she's better, but I do think Miley Cyrus is an underrated singer. And I think people do not acknowledge how talented and how good of a singer she is. Mm-hmm. I see that you don't agree with me. I mean, I think she's rated properly. I don't think... I don't. I, I don't I think, think people say she can't sing, do singer. they? I don't think... I don't think people talk about her singing. I don't okay. think people talk about her music. I don't okay. think people talk about her as a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's a very talented singer. I think she has a beautiful voice. And I think she uses her instrument very well. Um, and I love the chances where I've gotten to see her stripped down and gotten to see her really sing. But I think there was a time where she was doing like some YouTube performances in the backyard. So I don't know if it was amongst the trees and flowers. I don't remember. Child. But I remember she, I, she has a very beautiful voice. And I like her voice. And I like when she, we get to see her stripped down. So that we can really focus on that instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that I would say she's a better singer than Ariana Grande. But I would say that I think she's underrated. Okay. I think Miley is a good singer. I think that she has good control of her instrument. Mm-hmm. I don't think her instrument has a ton of range to it. I will say personally. Which for me is one of the tenets of like a a good singer and it's like a specifically good singer um and then also this one's subjective i don't think the range thing is subjective i think that's pretty objective and then the thing that i do think is subjective is the tone of her voice is not for me but i see how it can be for other people and see i really like her tone right so i'm like i see how people get i think i think at least from what I saw on Twitter, it seemed to me like people were mixing a preference for a certain tone of voice with having more of an ability to do things with said voice. I'm like, Ariana's range is just like much bigger than Miley's from bottom to top. It's just a much bigger range that she can hit with her voice that Miley simply can't hit with her voice. Is my is is Miley's voice maybe more special? I can give that, and I don't even I don't even agree with that. But I can see how someone else could get there. It's more distinct for sure. But everything else, I'm like, ah, sure. I don't know. I mean, I think range matters, but I think there are plenty of people who have a wide vocal range, and they're not breaking into nobody's top ten, top five. So <laughs> I don't think that that's the only determinant is all I'm saying and I think that I care more about what you do with the range that you got okay Mm -hmm. how you use it uh what your control is what your tone is like you know I I care more about like those things and like the totality of it than I do just having a range that's cute Mm -hmm. but you ain't got no style you know what I'm saying you ain't really what you doing with it I don't know so I I mean I, I don't know I don't know yeah. Yes. I do think Ariana has all those things, of course, but yes. I like Ariana. I Ariana's not anywhere near my favorite singer. Nowhere near. Okay. Well. That's unfortunate. Well. Uh she's nowhere near my favorite singer. But that's me, baby, because guess what? I was raised on the vocal bible. Do you know who the mm-hmm. vocal bible is? I do. Okay, I was raised on the vocal bible. Mm-hmm. I was that's, raised. That's on Brandy, who, in case y'all are Brandy. wondering. Well, I didn't need to say it because we should all know. Was raised. <laughs> so I was raised on people with real, you know what I'm saying. Uh, and so I, I'm very particular. Um, I like Ariana, but she would not be in my. She would not be in my top. Um, she. She's. Uh, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on, Jewel. Do you have in my defense again? You weren't prepped. 
Not that you need to be. So I was trying to remember what the segment. I do. I'm still a guest. I was trying to remember. You're not a guest in this household any longer. Continue. I was trying to remember what the segment was. And I thought it was just an unpopular opinion, not in my defense. Sure. I just want y'all to stop ripping the plastic on TikTok. I want us to move (laughs) on from that. I want us. And I want us. Maybe find another trend because I want us to keep running the streams up. I like Lotto. Yeah. I like put it on the floor. I want us to continue to support that song with a different challenge. <laughs> I want us to stop ripping out the plastic bags. I want us Rip to me leave, out the plastic. I've been acting brand new. I want us to leave new. Publix, Kroger, Target, all of the plastic bags. I, hefty for sure. I want us to leave all the bags alone. Not giving, Nobody been in no damn giving, Hefty, please. Because, I ain't seen and it's nobody taking them minutes of to course. get out the damn bag. Of course. Because Hefty was not meant to be ripped. It's giving <laughs> suffocation. Right. I don't, you about to die behind it? And this all coming from that one TikTok of the mom who is a bus driver for a living. Is that who, where that came from? I, I, she was the first person I saw do it. And then she about was like the first two too. weeks later, I saw it start to pick up traction with other things. So I don't know. It's giving that that's where it came from. Because I was going to ask where it came from. And I did see that because I remember the daughter being like, please. Mom, the mom that. stitched, the daughter Quickly stitched her mom's video. Me. It was like, mom, please. And I allowed it because... There's nothing I love more than a mama doing embarrassing things. It's truly my favorite category of content. Um, But I don't, I I do, I want us to move on from that for a lot of reasons, because most of all, I don't think people are very smart and I, I, it's it's too, too much margin for error. Yeah. I just don't want y'all to die behind it. Like the TikTok is not worth it. I want us to move on from that. You saw a lot of almost suffocated Cardi trying to get the bag off her head in the promo. I mean, Cardi just sitting there. We trying to wait to see who it is. Cardi, Cardi, Cardi was finna help out at that point because I want to get out the plastic. Cardi said, "Okay, you got to rip me out the plastic if, if I'm gonna be ripped out the plastic." Like, so um, that's my only unpopular opinion. Okay. I don't think it's unpopular, but another opinion is that I really appreciate that Cardi B is turned Offset into a video girly, um, video husband. I haven't seen video the video man, yet. Video boy, whatever but you I will. call him. Okay, I appreciate that. Um, and I, you know. Let's just call him a video vixen. That's what I like. Yeah, as a video vixen, I mm-hmm. like it. I like That's it. not an unpopular opinion. I think we're all on the same page about that. Mm-hmm. But I really respect my Libra sistrin for turning her husband into a video vixen. Are you older than Cardi B? We are literally the same exact age, I believe. She was born 24 hours before me. That she might be a year so younger. Her birthday is October 11th. I don't know if she was born in the same year as me. That I is think so. so crazy. Like... When you think about it, that's just wild, is it not? <laughs> that's I think wild. we're a lot similar than people like to think that we are. Okay, so moving forward. No, we're the same age. You don't think we're similar? Am I supposed to answer this the honestly, or is this a bit? Me- are you doing no, a bit? I'm being dead ass. <laughs> you don't think we're similar? Uh, it, that's not what would come to the top of my I head. Think, first of all, Cardi gives homemaker. I know y'all like to pretend she's just rich, but Cardi gives homemaker. She does. <laughs> you didn't she even want to give homemaker two days well, ago. But, but y'all okay. already said that I do. So at this point, we just got to sit here and I mean, if 10 people say it, what am I going to do? So she gives homemaker. She gives, I just want to sit at home with my husband and my kids and lay up under them and be a mama. She gives that. She very much does. Um, sometimes in a way that drives me crazy, which is why I don't want to be associated with it. Cause I'm okay. like, 
please get away from that man. Um, <laughs> and and she, you know, she's very emotional. I feel like she makes a lot of emotional decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, being loud ain't got nothing to do with your astrology sound, but we are both loud. Uh, I can't. I can definitely vouch for that one. Absolutely. You didn't need to. It's okay. No, no, no. It's you okay. You didn't need to. I just thought that I helped um, you out. <laughs> I just feel like we have a lot of similarities. Okay. Well, I know I didn't name a bunch. You but didn't. I see it. You know, and this is this is crazy coming from the girl when I'll be pointing out me and Jewel's similarities. She'd we be like, in common. We have nothing in common. <laughs> she'd be like, no, no. We don't like the same music. Yes, we do. No, we don't. Enough. We don't like the. I'm an R and B girly. You don't listen to R and B. I'm not an R and B girly, but you're also a rap girly. So next. So we don't like the same music. What else? We don't like the same. <laughs> I don't know, but we don't got a lot in common. I forgot what it was yesterday because you said something, and I was like, "What do we have in common?" So Look at her trying to figure it out. She we don't uh, like this. What was it? What was it? It was something in that group chat. It was something in the group chat. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Song of the week. We're moving forward. Oh, what was my song? I'm going to take this opportunity to rectify missing oh, a very no. obvious song of the week for last the last episode that y'all listened to. Last episode y'all listened to was the Gossip Girl episode. Oh, I would also like to point out, we are done with the television show series. We're moving into bands. That's his cold play. Uh, That's that it. song with Leighton Meester. Yes, that damn Leighton Meester song. Uh, good like girls go bad. Now, that song didn't age well. It doesn't sound good in Not 2023. The way that it sounded good in 2000, I don't know. But it went up, baby. That was it the did. party starter. That was but it went up. It went up. When it first came out, I was having a great time with Good Girls Gone Bad. It was quite, quite a moment. Uh, it don't sound that good no more, but yeah. I thought I'd circle back on that because I fucked up. Nah, I'm bringing That's that fair. as my song of the week last time. I watched, you know, I watched a couple episodes of Gossip Girl to try to get into it. I don't Same. care. I didn't make it I past the first care. season. Yeah. I'm not interested. Um, oh, you did watch the first season, though? No, I said I didn't make it past the first season. I made but it did you watch episodes. all? Who can say? <laughs> I genuinely don't remember. Mind you, that was three weeks ago. I don't know. Um, but I do remember the scene. They they played Good Girls Gone Bad in the mm-hmm. scene. That wasn't even the first season. I think no, I saw that, that on was in TikTok. That's like in the last season. I saw that on TikTok. I saw that on TikTok, too. Well, anyway, <laughs> I saw it, and I it didn't even sound good in the playback. Anyway. Anyways, Jewel, did you bring a song that you wanted to discuss? Yes. So I went to see Summer Walker last night, and she closed with this song called Grave. Have you ever heard it? Nope. I love it. It's great. It's from her EP Clear, which was came out several years ago. I don't know, mm-hmm. Time is a Construct. I can't remember when it came out. But it was a live project, and... The lyrics to this song, mind you, she's an R&B singer, so she's singing this. The lyrics to this song is, if one more nigga come around these parts talking that shit, I put it on my grave, I'ma throw a fit. I wish the uh, the punishment was a little bit more severe. You know I think I mean? she was like, you know what I'ma do, I can't put it on wax. Because see, everybody getting Rico charged, everybody going to jail, but I can't fair. say it too much. That's fair. I can't say hey. too much. That's but fair. I'm just letting you know. Uh... And then, you know, so I, I really like that song. Put it put it on my grave is, that's you know, that's that sounds like a threat to me. Put it on my, I put it on my grave. It does. Now that does. You put it on your th- grave, I put it yeah. on my grave, I'm going it's to no jokes. It yeah, that's um, very serious. I really respect that. And I, I love when the R&B girls give ratchet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's always a very fun time to me. So I was reminded about that song last night. She gave a very fun um, orchestral, like live instrumentation rendition. She had the saxophone. She had, she had, Summer did it last night. It was a good time. And that, that was fun for me. That's that. What I really like about Miss Walker is that she really is an artist. After listening to her and Carisha's little interview, because I never really listened to Summer Walker talk like that before. That's fair. I'm like, oh, she like really cares about her art for real, for real. It's very close yeah, to her. Yeah, she does. Like she, it's, it's really close her. to her. It's really personal. Like her saying that she doesn't perform like what her most popular songs are because she was just really going through it at that time and she can't do it. I get Some that. That is so good. Girls Need Love last night. Damn. Like that's our biggest. Song. She didn't even she did do "Girls Need at. Love." No. Wow. She said, "No, Summer I'm an artist. It. I'm gonna do what I want to do with my time. You can show up or not. Really up to you." And I love that. I really do like that. I respect I, it a lot. I'm touch and go with it. Um, <laughs> I'm touch and go. I think it's you the don't... same way we talked about Frank Ocean. You still have obligations. You still got to show up and do stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So sometimes i think we let artistry get in the way of the business and this is the music business okay yeah. um mm -hmm. but i respect it and i i watched that episode today you told me to watch it and i really liked it and again i say this is like the happiest summer has looked and the more most Aww. at peace she has looked yeah and i think that really came through in the performance like oh, good you can tell i mean Again, you I feel like you rate people based on what they're capable of and not on like I'm not comparing Summer to like somebody who be hitting backflips on the stage. But yeah. I feel like you could tell she was actually putting effort in there. She like I like I literally turned to my friend at one point and was like, It's like I could be convinced that she having a good time. Oh. And you could have never convinced me before that she was having <laughs> fun on stage. Right. She never looked like she was having a good time on the stage. She never seemed like she liked the stage. Never for acted like she wanted to be there. Uh -uh. But she really looked like she was comfortable and having a good time. And I like Aww. that for her. Because if you got to do it, baby, if it's your job, you might as well. You might as well it. have fun. You might as well mm -hmm. enjoy doing it. Get up on the stage, have a good That's time, good. Summer. I love that for you. Yeah, that was good. Okay, great. I'm glad she's doing better. We're going to move along into the Coldplay of it all. Coldplay are... A rock band formed in London in 1997. They consist of vocalist and pianist Chris Martin, guitarist Johnny Buckland, bassist Guy Berryman, drummer Will Champion, and creative director Phil Harvey. They met at the University of College London and began playing music together from 1997 to 1998, initially calling themselves Big Fat Noise and later Starfish. The band has seven Grammys and a slew of other awards and accolades. Not Big Fat Noise. Big Fat Noise. That's what they like. Starfish. Mm-hmm. We was mere from both of them. Mere babies when they first started. They was in college making real music. We was yeah, famous. when they start, what was nineteen ninety seven? Yeah. I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When did you start listening to Coldplay? Who? I started listening to Coldplay when I was in high school, I wanna say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking about it today. What album did I come in on? I think the album, I, I don't remember. I mean, I knew Yellow and I knew like the singles, but I think mm -hmm. the album I came in on was X and Y. And then from there, I went back and listened to X and Y's album with Fix You. And then from there, I went back and like got into A Rush of Blood and Parachutes and da 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 da. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. feel like I never wasn't listening to Coldplay. Like, I have, I didn't go on in a specific album or anything of the sort. They were just always kind of in the atmosphere from where 
Huh? Where was the atmosphere? I'm trying to figure out how radio. The they were just everywhere. Like I feel like Coldplay was just kind of unavoidable. Like I would be singing a song and be like, I didn't know who it was until high school. High school is when I realized that the songs that I had known for most of my life was Coldplay. were Coldplay songs. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, wait, I know like a good amount of their songs. So yeah, that was my love. I definitely feel like I had to seek them out. You did? Well, yeah. You're also in Atlanta. So. Yeah, let's remember where I grew up now. Yeah. So I okay. Uh, they were not coming on the radio stations that I was listening to, mm. and that my mother was certainly not playing them. How did uh, you find all the other music? All the how did you my find space. Why do you be asking this? MySpace. <laughs> you ask me this every time. The internet. I, do? I found the yes every time. You're like, how do you figure that out? I'm like the internet. My mama was like, where did you get? Th- where did you get this from? Probably Mom MTV be as well. That too. MTV now that because I think I listen to, yes, MTV is like about, music videos sorry, in the morning. Definitely that. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. right before school. So it was. I'm thinking about there was one. There is one video that I remember I watched every morning, and that was how. And it was um, it's my life, no doubt. Oh yeah, and I remember because it was like taking on Chicago. So it was theater, honey. What a oh, child, music you video. can tell me. I love that. Was like. I was into No Doubt heavy, oh, right? But I got into No Doubt because of MTV. Yeah. Um. So like that, Um. I remember, but that's not how I got, I don't remember. I mean, it had to be the internet that I got into Paramore because I remember watching like the Crush Crush Coldplay Crush video or and Paramore? Stuff. Well, you asked about Paramore. I don't remember how, I'm telling you, I oh. had to have gotten into, my, into I, I'm telling you, Coldplay had to have been from the internet. I don't okay. remember them on MTV. Okay. 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 I definitely went to school with white people. So I'm, it makes sense that they were just in my general sphere in general along with a whole bunch of other stuff um i didn't really know what i was hearing i had a teacher when i was in like the 10th or 11th grade and it was like math which i probably should have been paying attention in but that's neither here nor there and she used to play a bunch of like white bands Mm -hmm. and so i came in like maroon five i learned about maroon five from her i want to say um maybe it was her i really don't know but I just feel like one day I learned about him and then I just went back and played everything else. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And, and what is your favorite Coldplay song, if you had to pick one? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Fix You is my funeral song, so I will just stick with that. Jewel is trying to piss me off right now. You told me not to mention it again, but you asked. She has. I said, what is your favorite? She has told me that Fix You is her funeral song for the past, like, three days in a row. I have not brought it up unless it was relevant. And I've had enough, actually. I, I personally, I feel like music, I grew up in a church. I grew up in a Baptist church. I grew up in a Baptist mega church. Okay, so I was, I'm used to the 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 choir being on key. We have, we have harmonies that are hitting. Okay, I'm glad that your meme, I was in the small church choir, but that's not what I'm used <laughs> to in my church choir. You know, everybody, we was given real performance. Performance. Uh and so that's what I expect at my funeral. I don't want the the lady who just came from back behind, you know, she embalmed me and now she's going to sing at the funeral. No. Why do you have this planned out like that? No, because I, I want everybody like to, you know, and so I, I, I really want performance. And so I want Fix You. Performance. Okay, I'll perform. I used to say, I, I got you. No, yes, no. Yes. I used to also say I wanted the Paul Bears to swag surf, but I do think we're going to leave that here. <laughs> specifically specifically why are you laughing you ever thought about 
swag surfing at the same time and so the casket is also swag surfing i can't they i can can't swag surf to me and then they can be serious what else but i, would you I well whatever i used to, now why the lights don't went out Oh Lord! This light go turn. See, and now we talking about death, and now the light don't went out. Right? I, yeah, I want them to swag surf, and I used to want them to swag surf to White Iverson. No, I do like White Iverson. That's a good ass song. I'm sorry, underrated. Anyway, Fix You, I would pick as my. I think it is such a good song, and I saw them perform it live. And it was just, it's just such a beautiful song. It I is beautiful. Know. I love Fix You. It is. That's not something you could just turn on. That's not everyday listening though. Fix You, you got to be in a, in a space, in a mood. You got, you can't just cut that on. in general though. I kind of agree. I kind of agree. Yeah. 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 It's, it's vibey, but not like a necessarily a good vibe, but it's not a bad vibe either. Yeah, it's just like. like I tried to play Coldplay this morning. I was like, turn it off. Like my. <laughs> I, this is not my mood. I the two songs that I feel like still hit and did not make me want to like jump out the damn car was Death and All His Friends, Banger, and Violet Hill, also a banger. Sequoia, I need <laughs> I'm about to turn the light on. To figure out why the lights keep going out. <laughs> I've had enough. Okay. Death and all his friends. Death and all his friends and Violet Hill. Okay. Both from Viva La Vida. I feel okay. like that was the era when they said, we're going to give you arena tour and we're going to go big. They did. They did. Fuck out the little acoustics. They really Keep did. The acoustics. That's what they said. Those two songs, bangers. Everything else, I mean, I'm listening to Swallowed in the Sea. Like, all the songs I like, Swallowed in the Sea, A Message, um, Sparks. I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I, but I did come into Coldplay during my depressed angsty depressed teenage girl. years Era. so it yeah. makes sense yeah that was, i, I was that. a one tree hill girl and that was that was very much the vibe that was the vibe i definitely get that i really like clocks clocks is like okay, the like one clocks. that piano intro is that's so fair. strong that's fair and you know i played the piano as a child did so you i did i played the piano from three until 15 or so I played for a long time. Very off and on, but I did play for a long time. I Am played I piano when good? I was a kid. No. Can yeah. I still play? I could play a song no, or two. No, absolutely not. And that's about it. But uh, Clocks is one of those ones where I'm like, I would bust out the piano right quick to learn so that see, little intro. I picked up guitar. Am I good? No. Can I play? No. Yes. I picked up guitar when I was a teenager, and I feel like that coincided with me getting into my like Coldplay era, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of the like acoustic songs that, like, I'm thinking about like Green Eyes and like songs like that that I really, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. No, I don't. If it's not okay, clear, okay. no. I, I don't. So. But it's okay. So. Yeah. Um. Anyway, like a lot of the acoustic songs were songs that I was like, oh, I want to be able to get to a point where I can play these songs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Definitely feel that. I also picked up guitar a little bit. Can I play it at all? No, I never learned. I have three guitars to my name. I own three separate guitars. I own two acoustic guitars, one that's like child size because I got it as a kid, one is adult size, and then I own an electric guitar because I just knew I was going to start a girl punk rock band. I never learned how to play not name one of them shits at all. I thought because I could read music at the time from the piano, I would be able to easily transfer that over to the guitar. It didn't work like that. My fingertips was hurting. And I said, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going to lean on GarageBand. And I'm going to keep playing GarageBand and pretend like I played the guitar because that gives me the same level of endorphins I'm looking for anyways. 
I so, love GarageBand though. Garage Not GarageBand. You thinking about Garage? That ain't what it's. GarageBand is the Apple app. Oh wait, what is it called? Rock. You talking about Guitar Hero? Rock Band. You talking about some Garage? Yes. Talking... <laughs> Not GarageBand. So auntie. That's I'm so like, auntie. You know when I used to play GarageBand. Right. <laughs> guitar Hero no. and Rock Band. Guitar Hero. I didn't rock play Rock Band, but I used to. Uh, guitar Hero was my. That was also during my. I remember I dated a guy who. Uh, Broke my heart. That's why I was listening to Coldplay. Yeah. But he also used to have Guitar Hero. And we yes. used to play Guitar Hero. When we broke up, I went to Blockbuster and rented Guitar Hero oh. so that I could play it on my own. Oh, that is adorable. Truly a lot. Also, Coldplay been around for a very long time. Obviously, yeah. I said that they started in 1997. been around for a very long time. But they've been around for a very long time. And Black music loves Coldplay. Hip-hop loves Coldplay. Hip hop has a Coldplay obsession and I don't know what the fuck is, is what is that about? But I have a theory. I think Chris Martin's voice, although it is not soulful, it has a certain grit to it. Like it's it's guttural, like right here, it's throaty. And that gives it a level of rasp that is reminiscent of a bluesy voice, although it is not bluesy. Does that make sense? You know, how blues singers will like put that <clears throat> it's a rasp. It's a rasp. And see like he's yeah. putting it in there. Like he knows what he's doing. He I knows his audience. I think we also forget like stars. They're just like us. Like I remember when we listened when I first heard um what was the name? Uh sick not not Nostalgia Ultra. And um Frank, Frank covered it. Had did strawberry swings. And it was just like, oh, you be sitting around listening to Coldplay depressed like me. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. And like the reimagining of that song. Um, I don't know. It just felt comforting to to be reminded of the fact that. And I we hear it all the time, right? Like a lot of R&B artists are like, I don't listen to R&B. I listen to hip hop. A lot of hip hop art. Like 21 Savage tells us all the time. I don't listen to other rap. I listen to R&B. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yep. And so I think it's true for a lot of hip hop artists. They probably listen to a lot of Coldplay. They listen to a lot of like that genre. It has to be true because Jay-Z is featured on a Coldplay song. Coldplay is featured on a Jay-Z song. Chris Martin is featured on a Kanye West song. Swiss Beats has sampled several Coldplay songs. Frank Ocean covered a Coldplay song, like you said. Beyonce is featured on a Coldplay song without without credit. Also, I would like to point out, well, that seems like them, a flex. Them her people. That seems yeah, like a flex. People. Yeah, that's them like a big people. flex. Frank also has Beyonce vocals uncredited on uh, one of his projects. That's a real big flex. Mm-hmm. But Beyonce, yeah, do you not remember the era when Beyonce, Jay Z, Chris, and Gwyneth were like double date goals? You don't remember this? Who's Gwyneth? Gwyneth Paltrow. Is that who's married to Chris Martin? You're about to piss me off. No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for real, the Goop Lady is married to Chris Martin. Is this a serious question? Yeah, it's a dead serious question. <sighs> Are they still Paltrow married is- right now? Please, please, please. Gwyneth Paltrow is no longer married to Chris Martin. Oh. They divorced quite some time ago when they announced that they were consciously uncoupling. Oh. Do you not remember the phrase consciously uncoupling? I, I definitely know the phrase consciously uncoupling. I had no Where idea that, it, it, came that it came from Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow. I thought it came from a therapist. No, people okay. were laughing because they put out their statement and said, we've decided to consciously uncouple. And we was like, divorce? What's Y'all funny about that? Divorce? That's real. We consciously uncoupling. It was just a very like, 
I, I, in hindsight, think it's a very good phrase. It, but is. it was just really fucking funny. It gives entanglement um, vibes. It does. It mm-hmm. gives. Um, <laughs> but Chris Martin was very famously married to Gwyneth Paltrow. Green mm-hmm. Eyes, I'm pretty sure, is about her. A lot of the songs are about his relationship oh. with his wife. I don't be in white people business like that. Apple and them. I don't know the little boy name, but you don't remember the little girl Apple? I definitely, I definitely remember a celebrity child being called Apple. It's Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow's child. Yes. Okay. So anyway, they divorced. They consciously uncoupled. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I, I was, I text you about this yesterday. This is how I know you don't pay me no attention. What he put out the album Ghost Story. Coldplay put out the album Ghost Stories. Right. And I was like, this album is like nearly unlistenable to me because it's like agonizing. Like yeah. I was listening to it earlier today. It's a song called True Love. And the lyrics are, tell me you love me. If you don't, then lie. Oh, and that was like him processing, like that album was him processing his divorce. And Oof. I was just like, not over Gwen. That's heavy. What was Gwen doing? Not over Miss Goop. Maybe, maybe them vagina candles or something. Maybe it's something to Let them. Let me say something. Them yoni right. eggs done did some, baby. Right. I was stunned. <laughs> Truly. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, he very famously was. And at the time, Jay-Z and Beyonce, like it was a whole, like people, people couldn't get enough of it. Jay-Z and Beyonce were together. Mm-hmm. Chris and Gwyneth were together. Mm. They used to double date and hang out all the time. Mm. And it was like, oh, you know, my homie Jay. Oh, you know, my girl. It was like a thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. They okay. were very good friends. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see that Chris has maintained some level of a kinship with those yeah, folks. Yeah, I'm glad that after they consciously uncoupled, mm-hmm. Gwen didn't take them in a divorce. I'm right. happy to hear that. Following his conscious uncoupling. that Because that, I'm taking, if if we consciously uncouple, I'm taking my friends back in a divorce. Yeah, no. Mm, like, that's that's Say given. Goodbye. 100%. Say goodbye. You don't know these people. These are my people. <laughs> you mind your fucking business. Have you seen that TikTok that's like, and another thing, you don't know Ty and you don't know so and so. I've never seen that. That TikTok is Mm-mm. so funny. And that's exactly that's what it is. And another yeah. thing. So we're all friends when we're together. Yep. All of us are friends. 100%. A community of friendships. 100%. The minute we consciously uncouple. You better go find you a community, babe, because these is mine. That's my friend. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I'm not And you can take that. your little friends back if that's what you want to do. And that's simple on I'm that. I'm cool with that. What's your favorite Coldplay album? I probably either parachutes. Mm-hmm. I feel like is a really like good one for me because I feel like it's so stripped down. Um, I like a rush of blood to the head too. I would say X and Y doesn't hold up for me. Okay, I, th- that's when you came in on. You said, yeah, that's what I came in on, and I have gone back and listened to it. I don't know why I came in there. Okay, because there are songs know. on that album that I like, but I feel like as a whole, the album doesn't hold up to me. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Viva La Vida is definitely when I realized Coldplay was Coldplay. Because that song was everywhere. Viva La Vida is the peak of Coldplay. Yes, they always had Viva La Vida on rotation. Yeah, it was always Viva La Vida on rotation. I was like, damn, this is a very... I do remember Viva La Vida coming on the, not Kiss FM. Okay. But I remember it coming on like the Burt Show. Okay. Whatever that channel is. I remember it coming on there. Such a triumphant sounding song. Sure. I liked it at the time. It just to me like it, it feels it feels like a song that was created 
for like stadium. It just yeah. felt like it didn't feel like you were making it for like artistic sake. It felt like right. you were, because you needed a stadium. Here. No, a hundred percent. And I'm wondering. It. Okay, so I don't remember exactly the year that Viva La Vida came out. I think that was 2007 ish, maybe. Sounds yeah. about right. It was sometime when I was in middle school, and also what came out when I was in middle Viva school. Viva La Vida was in middle school. Yeah, for me. Well, for Jay, me. Go on. And, and also, what made me think about it is you saying that it sounds like stadium music for stadium music's sake. Kanye West's graduation was also stadium music for stadium music's sake because he mentions Back that. Back up. What happened? Don't don't disrespect graduation now. He said that. I didn't say that. He said that. Well, it sounds. I love graduation. Okay, <laughs> I love. I love graduation, I but it was released in two thousand eight. Okay, two thousand eight. That's when I was. I was definitely in middle school. And Kanye also released uh, Graduation around that time. And they have a song together on Graduation, Homecoming, is featuring Chris Martin. And so I'm wondering if something in that collaboration made them both realize, you know what, stadium music is what we need to be doing. And they both kind of transitioned into that stadium music at the same time. And then there was Kanye and Jay-Z fighting about who first had the song with Coldplay and who was copying who. You don't know about this? I don't remember that. This was, uh, which album did Kanye talk about this on? It might have been late oh, registration. I remember, it. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I ignored it because it was foolish. He was like, he was like I was said I want to make a song with Coldplay. And then Jay, next thing I, I know, Jay got an album with Coldplay. That just goes to show niggas was really fighting over Coldplay. That's how much black people like Coldplay. I don't know what Chris Martin was doing to the niggas' ears. Isn't it fascinating that I've been ignoring Kanye his whole career? We're going to move forward. Um, like, Kanye has... Cl- like, uh, former fan of Kanye West, okay? Enjoy. Late registration to me, chef's kiss. Graduation. Step, I mean, we can go through the albums. All of them. Love them. Uh, have I paid that man? Have I taken that man seriously at any point in his career? The answer would be absolutely not. And you know what? That might make you a wise person. I don't really have anything else about Coldplay. You have you have anything you want to mention about Chris Martin or the like or the work? No, I feel like um, Coldplay is one of those bands for me that I got into in a very specific time in my life. Mm-hmm. And they served a very specific purpose. Mm-hmm. And it is hard for me now to just go back and casually listen to so Rush of Blood to the Head and Parachutes are albums that I can go back and listen to. And I'm like, great. I like the, I enjoy the songs, whatever. But there are certain songs of Coldplay's that I'm not in that headspace anymore. Mm-hmm. I am not that angsty. I don't feel like the world, like, I don't feel like life is. The, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just not there, and so listening to some of those songs, I'm just, it just is very melodramatic for me. Life's good now. Life. You feel better. Yeah, I'm like you feel better, and you don't need not you swallowed in the sea. I wonder if Chris Martin. I'm sure he can. I was gonna say how Summer Walker says she can't perform some of the stuff because it's when she was at like a very low point. Chris Martin's a lot of his stuff was also when he was at a very low point. He okay performing it? Is because he's past it? He's also like a very grown man. Chris Martin like. Chris Martin's 50. a little older. I don't yeah. know. Um, he not no fifty. But you think he's younger than that? Yeah. If he was in college in ninety seven, forty. Well, yeah. Like, how old is Chris? Chris Martin. <laughs> he might be older than fifty. I was trying to be nice. Well, he looks good. He's forty six. They're okay. Forty six. Okay. Now you're saying the same thing. It's not. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Mm-mm. 
It's Child. not the same. Um, but yeah, so he might be in a different space, but I don't know. I think about that with artists a lot. Um, these songs that we, that are sometimes our favorite might be sources of like trauma to them. Right. Yes, like, absolutely. That are, like I was thinking about that when Tina Turner died and my favorite and Beyonce performed it. My favorite um, song is River Deep Mountain High. But that was obviously from her time with like Ike. And I'm like, I don't know. Like I was trying to f- figure out how to like post, like I, like I wanted to post a video of her performing this song, but I also was like mindful that she was like very honest that that was like such a traumatic time. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like some of our favorite times of artists and some of our favorite moments and songs of theirs are were like very terrible times in their lives yeah um, that's why i respect that's... summer being like i simply can't i feel like yes. your job does not have to traumatize you you know like she's a singer by trade and if she can't really go back to perform those songs on the ipod like nini said huh y'all can listen to that on the that's iPod what i'm saying y'all perform. see that it's it's recorded right so if you want to hear me in my very fucking desperate state sing that song go for it i'm just not going to put myself there now for your entertainment I think that's fair yeah i think that's very fair. and i'm if you wondering told me mm-hmm. that i had to get on stage and read one of my articles from six years ago i would rather not if you told me i had to get on stage and read something that i wrote yesterday i would literally rather I don't not want to. i don't want to don't i'm want not to. doing that so oh oh my and god i don't even write about my own personal life you think i'm gonna read something i wrote about my personal life have no. you ever like gone back and read like diary entries from like a long time ago it's so sad like it's like sick like i'm like uh, i can't i don't sometimes i like and i get mad because i hate when people dismiss me and call me dramatic or make it seem like i'm like overly emotional now yeah but sometimes i'd be going back and looking like what was you what it was not that deep <laughs> It just wasn't. But like, see, why like, was it that deep? Your emotional like, capacity when you're younger feels so much, like, everything feels that deep because you only got this much emotional capacity. So if it's taking up this much, then that feels like a lot. Whereas now you got this much and this don't this don't seem felt, like a lot. Like, everything felt so big. Yeah. And so dramatic. Yeah. Like, think back was. to breakups in high school, even college, honestly. But, like, think back to breakups in high school yeah. and how massive they felt. Yeah. How, like, it felt earth earth shifting yeah. like it really felt or like a friend breakup or any little thing like that felt like well what am i supposed to do now yeah if i'm not friends with this person or yeah. such and such and i broke up or like you know like yeah. it felt so big right i'm wondering if chris martin feels like that when he goes back and listens to some of his lyrics where he's like damn Probably. that felt so big and like it's just not that big of a deal now or if he's more like Summer Walker, where he's like, I really hate to perform these fucking songs because they'd be taking me back to that shit, but I'll do it for y'all. I think probably both. I don't know. I just think back to when I find diary entries about like exes that I broke up with. And then I think about like, girl, not over that man. Right. Like, it's always so embarrassing. Ew. It's always like, but sometimes you create. Because I think the thing about, like, the thing that makes good songwriters, right, is, and it's true for, like, how artists can be happily married and make a depressing heartbreak song or a breakup song. Because, like, in a relationship, if it's a long-term relationship, you're going to have some heartbreak in a relationship. You're going to have some sad moments in it. Like, you're going to experience, you know, a range of emotions. And I think the good thing about writers is that they can, very, it's a very, it's a flaw and also a good thing is, like, 
they can hone in on a very specific moment and a very specific emotion from that moment and blow it up into an entire piece of art. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah. It, so, and then at that point it seems like, Oh, this person like made this song. It seems like they were, no, I just, I felt like that for five minutes. I wrote the song and then I got over it. All right. Then I moved on. That's like chance the rapper when he made answer acid rap. And he said, by the time he started making acid rap, he was no longer doing drugs. Yeah, I've moved on from this. Yeah, he's like, and it's weird to me that people like come up to me and talk to me about drugs all the time. He said that recently. Like, it's weird that people come up and talk to me about drugs all the time because he hasn't done drugs like that since before he made acid rap. But that's like the thing he's biggest known for. So like, he's just like, this is weird. Like, I don't like it. Same Drugs is probably my favorite Chance the Rapper song. Which one? Same Drugs. Do you know that song? I don't. We don't do the Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No From Coloring Book. I love that song. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Well, that's about it, y'all. I hope you enjoyed Jewel as well as the other guests that we had on the episode. Please let folks know where they can find you, Jewel. At Jewel Wicker Show across platforms. Mm-hmm. 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 And per usual, you can email me at blackpeopleupheremoregmail.com. You can find me on social at BPLP across all of those social media websites. Bye.